In this very latest podcast episode, I'd just like to inform my listeners that I have now put details of the latest Betfred promo code on the website. I will leave a link in the description so you can maybe pop over to the website and check out the latest promo codes. Anyhow, uh, Man United surprisingly lost uh, Nottingham Forest uh, a few days ago. And I'd like to play some of the uh, post-match uh, commentary. Because some people are very annoyed about how Manchester United played. So I'll play some of the post-match uh, reaction now about Manchester United's uh, Dower display. See what you think about it. Forest, very good. Um, obviously picking up off what they did at Newcastle. Uh, I think Jamie mentioned it before that he didn't expect Manchester United to win. I didn't either. And the thing is, when you know, usually a top team gets beaten by sort of what would be lower team in the league. You normally see sort of like, it, you know, that the, the top team, if you like, Manchester United, supposedly the top team here today would have loads more shots, they have loads more possession, they would be the better team. But the other team would just dig in. Their goalkeeper would make saves. They might get one on the counter. But Manchester United were inferior here today, and they're inferior quite often to teams lower down the league from them. And Forest were better all over the pitch. They outrun, outfought, outthought, and. Uh, I'm not quite sure what this Manchester United team is, to be fair. It's a, it's a very difficult watch. So if you think about the bigger picture, perhaps you started 2023 with, with some optimism. So how do you end it? Sorry, what was that with Dave? Well, maybe a little bit of optimism, was there? At the start of 2023? With United? Yeah. What, with the ownership or with the Villa game? In there? Sorry, we're I suppose the direction of the team under Eric Ten Hag. Oh, sorry, last year, yeah. No, that, look, I think Eric Ten Hag, everyone accepts in his first season, has done a very good job. I think now the position that Eric Ten Hag finds himself in is that the new ownership, obviously, today, Brailsford's now going to be on a watching brief week in, week out. We're going to see him appear there in the director's box and he's going to look at what this club is on and off the pitch. And I think what he sees at this moment in time, he isn't going to like, like all the fans behind that goal that travelled to Nottingham today. And I think that Eric Tenag needs to get, obviously, the, the players back. And he's Martinez, Maguire, Sir Casemiro, Hoyland back in, Luke Shaw as well. And he needs to somehow finish the season strongly. But it's a really up and down season and it's more down than up. It's, it's really, some of these performances are really, really poor. Uh, well below anything that should be sort of required from a team of this level. So at this stage we're at, Manchester United never scored fewer goals in a Premier League season, never had fewer points at this stage. So what's the best that Manchester United can hope for this season? Well, they're out of Europe, um, not in the Carabao Cup. Get the players fit and try and somehow push towards Champions League football and see where it takes them. Uh, but at the moment they look well off it and it looks like there's sort of six, seven teams that are in far better shape than them. It's a, it seems a million miles away. But do you have any um, excitement, any kind of optimism about the new ownership, which is just, a, I suppose, a ratification away, or part ownership, I should say? I think I've got more optimism, definitely, because if you look at Manchester United at this moment in time, we've seen what Manchester United are on the pitch today, but they're currently operating without a sporting director, without a CEO, without a known head of recruitment. But which other club in the world does that? So. I would think at this moment in time that, you know, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, Dave Brailsford and his team are looking at getting those three appointments fixed 
straight away because that's your largest exposure as an owner. If you get recruitment wrong, it costs you a lot of money. And obviously, the sort of from a cost perspective as well, you look at the CEO, they'll have to have a very good CEO that can keep driving those revenues forward, but can you know, manage the costs that have obviously exploded in the last few years at the club and then get the sporting director right and the head of recruitment right. Once that's right, you can then obviously start to look at the manager, which is the sort of, if you like, the other part of the quartet of really important people in a football club that will mean you either are successful on and off the pitch. So they haven't got three of those roles filled at this moment in time. Eric Ten Hag is operating without a management team around him. It's incredible to think that, but it, it, it's true. And that isn't sort of what would be an excuse for Eric Ten Hag, but it is a factor a mitigating factor for him that he hasn't got the support around him, particularly in recruitment. He's been handed the keys to actually the safe, if you like, in the last 12 months, and he's been allowed to bring in who he wants to bring in, and that shouldn't really happen. He's brought in some poor players, he's brought in some decent players, but it's been inconsistent, and that's what you see out on the pitch. So I think there's a lot of work to do before you even get to the actual sort of playing side of it, because they have to make sure. I think it'll be quite a relief to Jim Ratcliffe that they're not having to manage this January transfer window and they can at least have six months of looking at the club to see what they need to do before they actually are expected to go and obviously deliver their first signings.